Come, as you have come, oh God, let miracles be released into the lives of your people. Let there be answers to questions, solutions to problems, breakthroughs and favors. Your mighty visitation, lives of your people, in Jesus' precious name. Somebody say a big amen. amen. Oh, your amen was weak. Amen. A louder amen. amen. A longer amen. amen. And a sustained amen. amen. Give God a hand of praise. Hey, Hallelujah. Okay. Now, last week I started teaching on the dangers of offenses, the, I the issues of offenses. Now, now, the word offense comes from the Greek word skandalon, and which means a snare a noose or a trap. Something that is assigned to make you to fall or to become imprisoned. So anytime that you get offended, you are imprisoned in a way or you are trapped in a hole. We get offended when we believe that our comfort zone has been invaded. Or when we think that something due us has been denied us. So something that somebody should have given to you, either, you know, either money or whatever, or love or respect, whatever it is that was denied you makes you feel offended. Unfortunately, offense is one of the major tools that Satan uses in order to let us do his biddings. So in the Bible in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 8 and 11 and 12, we find that the issue of Cain getting angry with God and uh, because of the fact that his, his sacrifice had not been accepted by God but his brother's sacrifice had been accepted he gets angry with God and the anger was extended actually to his brother. He hated his brother and then ended up murdering his brother. So he realized that Cain did the bidding of Satan by his Anger. Now, the offense is one of the major things that Satan is going to use in the last days. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 10, Bible says that and many will be offended, and the result of the offense is that they will betray one another and hate one another. Babu say in the last days many will be offended. May you not be part of the many. And when you are offended, you will betray. 
and then you hate. And that's the reason why you can find the closest of lovers, the moment they are hurt and you are offended, they end up betraying one another. And one, one, one thing is that offense is dangerous and it can attract evil spirits into our lives. And it stops the power of God from also flowing. So anytime that you are offended, it, it opens the door for evil spirits to come into your life. Because you you open yourself up to negative things and you could be praying okay but the power of god will not flow unto you i gave an illustration of how your the, the tap in your house is connected to a major source through a pipeline you may turn your tap on and water will not flow because of a blockade. It's not because there's no water at the source of the water but the blockade is stopping your prayer. Amen? Amen. So you, you turn your tap on which is your prayer, okay? But your unforgiveness your offense your hurt will become a source to stop your blessings from flowing last Wednesday I was illustrating something Pastor Johnny come Pastor Johnny you know he's a, this hefty man you know and then here he's a hefty man Mr. Bekan, come. Quickly, can you please do it fast? We don't have much time. Okay. So, he's asking, be praying. You are asking, stand here, and you are praying, you know. And as you are praying, pray for help, pray for whatever. Pray. No, pray. Say, say, say something. Uh, Lord. We can't hear you, sir. Give him microphone. Hallelujah. Yeah. I want to pray in the name of the Lord Jesus for the help of God to come upon our lives okay. in the mighty pray name for of your the wife. Lord Jesus. Pray for your wife. Father, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that Lord, you give unto me a good wife. Okay. In the name of the so, Lord Jesus. Okay, a good wife. Then, good wife, come. So you are praying, pray, and the wife is coming. But you see, now you are angry. You are angry with this guy. You are angry with that guy. You are angry with that guy. You are offended. Is that right? Meanwhile, you are praying very powerful prayer. You are praying, and God has heard. Let's assume that I'm God, but I'm not God. You know, so the moment you pray, pray, God, I need a wife. Beautiful Lord, wife. Lord, I need a beautiful wife in the name of the Lord. Okay, so now, 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 now watch it. Now watch it. Now, God has released a beautiful wife. The wife is, is you know, supposed to be there, but what is happening? The, there's a blockade. Is that right? The offense has become what? A blockade. Say, so where are you going? <laughs> are, are you getting the whole thing? So, your offense, your anger, it stops you yourself from getting your breakthrough. So, it means that it is in your own interest not to be angry at those who offended you 
And to be saying, I won't forgive them, I won't leave them, because in not forgiving them and in not releasing them, what you, stop, what you are doing is that you are stopping your own blessings from coming because your unforgiveness stops God from God's power from being released unto you. Yes, Raphael, come. Now, when you also get angry, is that right? Good. When you get angry, it's like this guy trying to lift up Pastor Johnny. Lift him up. Carry him. Yeah. Is he able to carry him? Now, you can sit down. No, 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 carry him. What is happening is that if he tries, he forces, he will break his back. Most of us, we carry people in our hearts. Your heart is so tender, and yet you have carried them. You are angry with them. So every time, this person did that, that person did that. So as you are going, you are carrying Kojo in your heart. You are carrying a joy in your heart. Kojo did this man to me. Ajua did this to me. This one did them. And you are rehearsing all those things. And if you are to be carrying this load, if you carry this man, and you carry this deacon, in your, in your life, and you add just that to it, there will be a problem. Thank you, sir. Are you learning something here? And so, and then the, the third illustration is that when you also carry people in your heart and you don't, you are offended, your life begins to smell. Because you see, the negative thing they, they do to you is like rubbish. And the reason we don't keep rubbish in our homes is because rubbish smells and rubbish attracts germs and attracts all roaches. Is that right? And it, 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 it attracts also uh, reptiles. That's why when you go to the rubbish dumping ground, you see the cockroaches, you see the mice, you see the rats, eh? you will see, you will see uh, uh, um, frogs, maggots, and co. So you when you do not forgive, it means that you make your home a place for maggots. Your life is becomes a place, a dumping ground for maggots and for what? Snakes and for rats and for lizards and for mice and for vultures and co. Vultures certainly in your life because you have not let go. That's why I say that the offenses will attract evil spirits into your life. Not into the life of the offender, but into the life of the offended. Because the vultures and co, they visit where the rubbish is. Are you getting me? Yeah. One of the days we got home, when we got home, our dogs, we don't know what happened, whether they were angry, and then they pushed down our trash can. You know, so the rubbish, everything, the whole place. I don't know, the moment we stepped in the house, the house was smelling. You said, what is this? We quickly had to make sure that everything was taken away, cleaned up. We, we had to clean the house with soap before we could stay in the house. 
So if you do not clean your heart, the Holy Spirit will not stay in your life. So one for Bonnie and check. I said, yeah, if you enter me and crap and wrap, I will fear you. At your chain and more at the back. Sansuna one for a big bonnet and fine channel. No way, if you are coming more, what you chase are and way about a brabum. Amen. So offenses are very serious. Since it, yeah, debia, and when they are not dealt with, they lead to bitterness. See, and me would you mind, and I would yet never. And that's why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, that looking diligently. Hebrews 12, 15. Let's read together. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be what? Defiled. So the moment you are hurt by something and you don't deal with it, what happens is that you, you, it will metamorphose into bitterness. Every bitterness has a root. Is that right? That will spring forth. So when you see people manifesting certain things, it's a root. There's a root cause. There's something known as root cause and remote causes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Root causes, there are uh, 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 remote causes, and then immediate causes. So a lot of times, people's response, there's, there's, there's something deep, deep, deep down in there. They were hurt by something, and they didn't deal with it. Excuse me to say, sometimes, when you even find some people that involve themselves in prostitution and co. It's not because they just want money. Sometimes it's the fact that they lack love. When a woman is there, she's not, she was never told by his parent, that her parents, you are beautiful. I love you. You are beautiful. And a foolish guy goes and says, hello, you are beautiful. I love it's okay. If you are, I'm beautiful and you like me, I, I'm here. For you. Because of something that they lack. You see, every time somebody lacks something, he tries to compensate for the lack. Are, are you getting me? Yeah. And that's the reason, why, even when you take children, when children are growing up in child psychology, you realize that children go through various kinds of phases. They go through the oral phase. So in the oral phase, when mother is not available unto them, what they do is that they begin to suck their thumb. So when you see your child putting the hand in the thumb, it means that there is a certain satisfaction they're expecting from the mother. Either the mother is not breastfeeding the baby well, or they, they are not getting enough of something, and therefore to compensate the absence of the mother's affection or father's affection, they put their hands in their thumbs and begin to suck their thumb. And then they get to what we call the, the uh, anal phase where sometimes they poo-poo and enjoy themselves. So you see them, they jump, they poo-poo, they poo-poo, and then they, they, they'll be playing around with the poo-poo. It's a face. So that you will come and clean them. As they are poo-pooing, you, you know, you will come. And so then they feel a certain love. And then they go through the, what we call the phallus stage. The phallus is the genitalia. So you see that sometimes they are, they are there and they are playing with their, their genitalia. They are touching their genitalia and they say, because of the fact that mommy is not touching me, so I must touch something to give myself a satisfaction. Are you learning some psychology here? In, in, in the same way to spiritually, when, when, when we, we lack some things, you know, when something is wrong, people now will veer into the wrong thing and, and do it. And that's the reason why we must make sure that whatever needs to be compensated for is compensated for. Can I have an amen? Amen. I would dear, 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 dear
ti bia mo fa mu ansa na omo ye mpanimfo e wo kristo sun mu no ye de be mu a se bibi e ye yinti dua e wo wabrabo ma e no so ekuti a wo e wo wabrabo mu abofra ni ho ni ma mi e me na wo ti mi so ta de nsa e chiche na num sanso e no ti mi e ko ejanan e ye ne ho ni ma mi ni ho de nsa e didi agro sanso na we nya edo e mfi ma me ne ho a na o de ne ba na se ne be ma so e di agro sa na ye de toto kristo sun mu so it's very important that when we get offended or hurt we deal with it because Bible says in Proverbs 18 19, a brother offender decided to be warned than a strong city. Now, why do we get offended? Because number one, we are, we are all imperfect people. And because we are imperfect people, we have the propensity to get offended. Psalm 51 verse 5 he says I was shaping iniquity in sin did my mother conceive me in Romans chapter 7 verse 15 to 20 uh, Paul said the good things I want to do I'm not able to do but the evil that I don't want to do I find myself doing it and we get also offended because of the fact that we cannot sometimes interpret the actions of people right. So what they don't mean as evil, you, you, you will interpret that they don't like you or they are trying to disgrace you or trying to do something. Maybe if, as I'm preaching and then I mention somebody's name, he say, Hey, they mention my name. As you are saying, they mention my name, it means it's me. Or someone say, It's you. You know, and then it's going to become a rock of offense. Meanwhile, it is just maybe to, to elicit your attention, or as he's trying to say, I am talking to. I'm talking to my church members and we see ourselves as family. So if you are in a family, don't you mention each other's name. But you see, your lack of understanding or something wrong with your heart will now make you think that, look, then maybe they are trying to say something impliedly against me. The second reason why we got offended is because we differ in opinion, ideas, and perceptions. That's the reason why this morning most of us are dressed differently. Some of us are wearing African dresses, some are long sleeves, short sleeves. People have done different types of hairs. People believe that they must perm their hair. People also believe that they must have some kinky hair. Is that right? Yeah, everybody on their own. Some to do extensions. Mm. Number three, lack of the fruit of the spirit. When people lack the fruit of the Holy Spirit, they end up operating in the works of the flesh. And Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23 says that, and the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, you know, uh, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. You know, so when you do not have love in your heart, when you don't have peace in your heart, and long suffering, temperance, self control in your life, then you will begin, you will easily be offended. And a typical example was Absalom who, when his brother, when his brother raped, his half-brother raped his, his sister, you know, he, he couldn't forgive the brother. And for two years, he never, Bible says he spoke neither good nor bad. 
And then he planned an assault and eventually ended up killing his own brother. Why? Because his father had not done anything about it. And he extended that anger to his own father in, in, in sacking his father from the palace. And the end result, unfortunately, is that he himself died prematurely. So you realize that offense can kill you prematurely. And anytime people are offended, it, it triggers betrayal. Now, betrayal is the breaking. I, I look out for the definition from Wikipedia. They say betrayal is the breaking or violation of a presumptive contract, trust, or confidence that produces moral and psychological conflict within a relationship amongst individuals, between organizations, or between individuals and organizations. That's why the tip is there. <laughs> So other is trying to say that betrayal is a breaking of trust or confidence amongst you know individuals or between an individual and an organization. So whatever the confidence is, whatever is supposed to be in place, you break it. Instead of you know holding on to the information, you you you, you disseminate it outside, you have betrayed trust. And oftentimes when people get offended. They, they move away from becoming a, from pro, becoming protagonists and they become antagonists. So the person who used to be very supportive of you, supportive of the church, saying good things, all of a sudden now the heart is thin and they begin to see all the evil things about you or all the evil things about the church or all the evil things about the organization because they are hurt. I remember one day I visited the United States and then I met a couple that I knew here in Ghana and they were going through some challenges. But, you know, somehow they, they, they had been able to get in there. And the first question they asked me was, how is Ojakrom referring to Ghana? Ojakrom means uh, the, the fire country or the fire town. Describing Ghana's Ojakrom. And I said, wait, where is Ojakrom? I said, I don't come from Ojakrom. <laughs> yeah, I cannot accept. They have run to America. I live here. And why should I accept that kind of description? Are you getting me? But probably things have not worked for them there. And oftentimes, people get offended when things are not working for them. When they are frustrated about something. Are you getting me? And oftentimes, they think that it is somebody's, uh, it is, uh, somebody is the cause of it. Their uncle is a cause of it. Their auntie is a cause of it. Their church is a cause of it. A friend is a cause of it. But whatever the cause is, rather run to God for solution instead of looking at the people and pointing accusing figures at them. America John the Baptist was offended with Jesus because 
you know, he was a cousin of Jesus. He was the one who had introduced Jesus' ministry. He was the one who said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. When he was arrested, you know, and uh, Jesus had not shown up, he sent people to go and ask, Are, are you the Christ to come? Meanwhile, God had revealed who he was. And he was offended. And because he was offended, he ended up staying in the prison and was beheaded. It means that offense can put you in a situation where you will not come out. Yohani was born in on so yet to Tumwa or Noah or Dark Christo Eddie. I tell you, say, waning your mebano. A blue baby now, yet you know, to if he has an onya, ya would ye emma Christo, what's now my eternity, if you so. Saran, or my yawdin, if you walk with Sana, a baby. Okay, so somebody will ask, Pastor, what shows that I'm really offended? Oh, baby, this is also for a damn pan, a chess, say, since it will come once me. So we are looking at signs. You see, what, what shows that somebody's got malaria? There are some signs. Is that not it? When somebody, what shows that somebody has got a gastrointestinal disease? There are signs. So there are signs. Someone say signs. Okay. And you, it's, it's important to learn signs. Amen? Yeah. When, when, when a, a woman is no more interested in a man or vice versa, you find out that you, you can see some signs. The way they talk. The way they are. Things they used to overlook. Now, they, they highlight it. It becomes major events. <laughs> okay, so number one, withdraw from relationships and fellowship. The moment somebody is offended, he withdraws from the one who offended him. Now, God created us for relationship. That's the reason why we were born, we were not born in isolation, we were born into families. So it's important to be, to be birthed into the family of God and stay in the family of God. In Genesis 2.18, it says it's not good that a man should be alone. It means that man must be connected to somebody. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 to 12, the Bible says two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Verse 10. If they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe unto him that, that is alone when he falls. He hasn't got anybody to lift him up. So you see, having somebody in your life is very important. But oftentimes, the person who will help you may end up sometimes offending you. Verse 11 and 12, the Bible says that, again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? That's why when it's cold, you see people pushing towards each other. And the verse 12 says, uh, threefold cord is not quickly broken. He said, if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. It means that if, if one, you see, let me tell you something. The reason for relationship is that it gives you a it gives you a certain kind of protection. Hello? Hi. When, when you are there and somebody wants to attack you, the person can easily come and attack you. But when you are two, three people standing there, 
The person coming to attack is even afraid. I hope you are getting me. And so, it is important that as a believer, you must be well connected in the house of God. Can I have an amen? Yes, sir, Christ. And you must, be, you must be well connected to relationships. Many of us, little things, and we are angry. And then, somebody who has played a role in a, your life for years, you just throw them into the bin. Somebody who has been a friend, somebody who has related with you. If listen, if you relate with somebody one year, two years, five years, whatever, when again can you say that we are sticking together forever? And then something happens, you will not even talk to the person, you may not even seek understanding, and then you you label the person as an evil person for getting every good thing you black out. Every, and blot out every good thing is done in your life, and you say, You sweep him away. Swear, swear, swear. You take a broom, swear, swear, swear out of my life. No, you are a dangerous person. Yeah. You, 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 you don't feel you, 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 you have no feeling. I say, You have no feeling, it has not been done to you before. But when you love somebody, you love the person, and they just sweep you out of your life. You will see how it is like. Do not do that thing. Don't sow such seeds. Are you getting me? Do not sow such especially when people have laid down their life. People have played a role in your life. People have loved you. People have cared for you. Hello? Hi. Are you here with me? Yeah. yeah. Many people get that one day. I'm angry with the job. I've left my boss. At the workplace, your boss corrects you, you are angry. Why? Why are you angry? Why are you angry? Are you not a human being? Who should reason? Your teacher corrects you, I won't attend the school again. Your husband asks you, why this? He said, now, have I not become your child? You're asking your husband, have I not become your child? No, it's not right. We must be accountable one to another. Have respect one for another. Can I have an amen? Amen. In Hebrews chapter 10, 24 and 25, the Bible says that do not neglect the assembly of yourselves as the manner of psalmist. Hebrews. And what he's trying to say is that we must keep the relationship. Tell somebody, keep the relationship. In this scripture, we are exalted. That we should get into corporate worship. Someone say corporate worship. Do, do, now, when we gather together like this, it's corporate worship, we receive instruction. We receive encouragement. Is that right? Good. But then, apart from receiving instructions and encouragement, we are also receiving spiritual protection. Oh. Amen? A shepherd, a shepherd doesn't only feed the sheep, but the presence of the sheep or the presence of the shepherd in the life of the sheep drives away wolves. Which is so when we meet together like this, when we meet together like this, it, it threatens the devil. Let me tell you, anytime you feel harassed, run to the house of God. 
many things are rushing to your mind you feel hopeless whatever run to the house of God come and lie in the house of God and say Lord I present my issues unto you come and join fellowship a lot of times listen you will come to church and you, you, you may feel down things are not working well but after the service don't you feel that there's a change Yes. Even though physically you haven't seen a change, yet you, you emotionally you are not as you used to be because something spiritual has taken place. Can I have an amen? Amen. So anytime somebody feels hurt with you, the person will withdraw. You see, when you yourself you are there and then you hit your leg against something, what do you do? You move away from the thing. Anything that hurts you, you will draw from the person. So, one of the signs to show that you are hurt with somebody is because of the fact that you are, you are, you are withdrawn. So, anytime you feel like withdrawing from somebody, check your heart. It's a sign that there is a hurt. And anytime. You feel like withdrawing from somebody who is a good person in your life. It means the devil has shown up. When the devil, yeah, you see, when the devil manifested in heaven, there was a withdrawal. Is that right? When the devil manifested himself to Adam and Eve in the garden, they withdrew. Anytime something tells you, leave the church. Anytime something tells you, don't get close to the pastor again. Anytime something tells you, go, don't, don't listen to the word of God. Don't read the Bible again. Don't do this again. It means that the devil is around. Hello? Hi. I, I, are you listening to me? Yeah. Anytime somebody says, watch that pastor very well. It's a, it's a voice of the devil. The devil has dressed nicely. A he or a she. A he, she devil. Who is speaking to you? Someone say he, she. He, she. Yeah. It's a he, she devil. Who is talking to you? The person is dressed nicely. Trying to cut you off from somebody that God wants you to relate to. Amen. I know. Many years ago, there were people who said very bad things about Bishop Dad to me. Very bad things. He's proud. He's this. He's that. He's that. He's that. A he she devil. And I told myself, I'm not going to base my relationship with him on what relate with him based on what people have said. I'm going to have my own whatever. And as I got close to him, I realized that he's one of the superb human beings God could have ever created. Amen. Yeah. That time, he, he is not what people see him today. You see, most of the time, when people see people overly, you know, very high and successful, they want to get close to him. He wasn't like that. At the time, we got close. Are you here with me? Yeah. And the very same people who, people who said those evil things about him, this same man, if I listened to them, when we were building our church, our first 10 pillars, the money was provided by him. I didn't even ask him. I have never asked him for anything before. I was there when he's, he said to me, somebody that he should bring this, me, this money. I had never, never discussed even the church building, let alone whatever. All he knew was that we're doing the project. And then one day I was there, and then he sent another person. All of you who sit in this side, this extended place, is Bishop Dad's money. One day I was there, he sent me 20,000 CDs. 20,000. 20,000 Ghana CDs, not... Oh, 20,000 Ghana CDs. Former 200 million. And then we, we did a slab. When we were going to do the slab, he himself also drove his car and came here and told me, these are a number of 
trips of sand, trips of stone. And what he told me, he was correct. The contractor at that time was even wrong. And he came and we did it. Yeah. When we were going to do our building, we had done this section and wanted to do the extension. I went to see some, somebody, uh, 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 an architect, he designed something, charged us so much money and all those things. He brought a structure engineer, the guy would take his own transport and then come and then design with, with his builder who's been building. They came and did the whole thing. We met at Code Divide, they asked, Reverend Kuban, how is the building? I said, Bishop, we're on, but the, the, the engineer hasn't brought that. Quickly, he called the engineer. And within days, the drawing was here. And look at what you have done. If I had listened to other people who were saying the bad things because they did bad things that he might have corrected them or they just didn't like him. Because sometimes people just don't like you. You don't like you because he's tall, he's fair, he's mulatto, he's whatever description they give. Yeah, all kinds of things. They even said he was not qualified to be a medical doctor. Meanwhile, this was somebody who earned, who got prizes. And was given special awards to go to United Kingdom, and yet people are sitting somewhere to say bad things. So I'm only letting you know that the bad things you hear about others do not follow because people are also saying bad things about you. Yes. Let me tell you in this church, some of you. If I listen to bad things they say about you, when you are coming away, I'll take a gun and say, go. I will miss you, but I say, come, hands up. You, out. Before I start preaching, you, out. Eric, out. You, Ben, out. You, Auntie Grace, out. You, Hannah, out. Why? Why should you listen to people? Hello? Are you learning something here? God has created us. For relationships. Someone say, created us for relationships. Amen. Yeah. And being human, we can even make mistakes. Amen. Amen. Number three. Sorry, number two is resentment. Someone say resentment. So the second sign which shows that somebody doesn't, is, has a problem is what? That's what? Resentment. Resentment is harboring ill feelings against a person or group of people who you feel they have mistreated you. Is that right? Yeah. Resentment. So, anytime that you have a certain bad feeling about somebody, it means that you are hurt. When you are hurt, you know, about somebody, you, you, you have a certain bad feeling. There's something called ill feelings and ill desires regarding the person. Yeah. And, and in Genesis 37, 3 and 4, 18 and 20, we see Joseph's brothers resented him. Brother, don't sleep. Amen. Amen. And when they saw him come, he said, Here comes a dreamer. They didn't like him. And a lot of times, resentment can lead to bitterness. And it leads to fatigue, it leads to headaches, it leads to diseases. And when you have resentment, you don't like people, it can, it can steal your joy. It can steal your joy. It consumes your joy away and your peace of mind. Number three, the third sign is distrust. Offended people lose trust. 
When a church member is offended, he can lose respect and trust and the esteem he has for the leader. So when you lose trust and respect for somebody you used to revere and admire, it shows that you are offended. So the more he mentioned, this man, don't mind him. When he, when, he, when he calls you on the phone, yeah, hello, yes, daddy. Who is that one? You see, one day somebody came, somebody came to our house, and then the person pressed a bell, but the person didn't know that there was a camera on. So as the person. Your pastor's household, and this was somebody we have we have fed, we have helped in many ways, standing behind our gates, <laughs> doing all kinds of signs, and television screen was on her. That is how God sees us. Television screen was on her. So later, mommy said, Hey, all that you are doing, I have seen. Oh, all of a sudden, she became very composed. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Lack of respect. And one day, I was standing there, the person was driving the car. You don't even know how we got this land. And then, driving, blowing dust. I was standing there. Even if it's not your pastor, you don't have no respect for your other human being who is not in a car. That you are driving there. Brrr, dust. I stood there. I said, hey, look There's something in the world. Number four, betrayal. One of the signs of the last days will be betrayal. So betrayal. I mean, offense can lead to betrayal of love, friendship, and or can lead to disloyalty. Ahitophel was a chief counselor of David, but he betrayed him to Absalom, his own son. Told Absalom, go and sleep with your father's concubines. Why, was Abs- Why did Ahitophel betray him? Because Ahitophel's granddaughter was Bathsheba. And Bathsheba's husband was killed by David. So he looked for an occasion to attack David. All the time, listen, your enemy will attack you when he thinks that people are against you. Your enemy will attack you when they think you are now vulnerable. When you are strong, they will act like they are with you. Are you with me? Yeah. You see, right now, even when you take President Mahama, the time he was president, he couldn't see his enemies in the party. But now that he's not the president, you will see people have risen against him. I'm not being political. I'm only using it as an illustration. Yeah. Are, you, are you following me? Yeah. Yeah. You will see people, as people are talking, all those things. So you will never find, you, people will be secretly, they'll be angry with you about when somebody raises his voice. And I raise his voice. He said, me too. I'm there. Oh. Betrayer. Judas also betrayed Jesus. Why did he betray Jesus? In, in, in the weak moments of Jesus, he betrayed him. 
Sarah and a Judas, a year, Number five, unanswered prayers. Carrying offenses can lead to unanswered prayers. So, one of the signs that you are not having your prayers answered. When you have prayed and prayed and prayed and fasted and things are not changing, watch your heart. Ask God questions. Look at yourself. Are there things that you are holding? Some of you, you hold things against your parents. Especially, many young people are angry with their fathers because they have, their mothers are fighting their fathers. And the, father, the mothers have said bad things about their fathers. That your father didn't take care of you. He used the money to go and, for, and chase girlfriends. Is that your money? You to go and work for your own. Is that right? Your father's money is not your money. If your father chose to go and use his money for girlfriends, that is up to be, between you, your mother, and your father. Go, don't go and take your, your mother's battle and fight your father. And go and brush your father's face. Daddy, sit down. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Why do you treat daddy, mommy that way? What is wrong with you? Are you correct? Why? Why? It's not a good thing. And some of those kinds of things... It makes it gets into the hearts of the children when mothers say bad things about their, their, their husbands. Are you here with me? When the children grow up, instead of taking care, taking equal care of their, their, their fathers, they don't take care of their fathers. When the children travel abroad, they'll come and pick daddy. Then they, sorry, they pick mommy and they've left daddy. Who should cook for daddy? Who should keep daddy in company? Hello? Say we are going to bath our grandchild. Let the daughter bath her own child. Amen? Let them If you are taking them, take them both. And you are forgotten about the fact that it's the man. Most of the time, the men are struggling. Pay school fees, do whatever. That's the reason why they are not at home. It's not because they are bad people. I'm preaching. Whether you like it or not. And it's an empire. Any acquaintance, why ya? Winya, anui. And what's that? 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 What's you are sowing the bad seed. You too, you grow up. One day you become a gran- grandpa. And you see. And you become an old man. And the women, it is not good for you. Because your children will not be blessed. Even if you, your husband didn't have a good job. And you are the one who has given. Let the children know that daddy and I. We are the ones doing this for you. Amen. Is that a good message? Yeah. Yeah. A brown mo brain na mo papano eni niya oye juma edeshe emofrano no mo niya edobi ama papano yuzo. And the truth is that without that despair, you wouldn't have come into the world. I didn't say anything. Amen. So daddy did something. He did a good thing for you to come into the world. And I'm waiting so na ube wiyase. You didn't say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you learning something here? Yes. And so it's important to forgive. Tell somebody forgive. Listen, if 
mothers would direct the love of their children to their fathers. The fathers will bless them. And when the fathers bless them, you the mother too, your child will be so blessed that you can enjoy from it. Uh, today I'm speaking for the men. Amen. Amen. I know that sometimes some, some, some men may be irresponsible. But all I'm trying to say is that it is not the work of a child to go and fight a father. Children don't have to fight fathers. Children have to honor fathers and mothers. Bible says, honor your father and your mother. There was no adjective added that honor your good father and your good mother. Are you getting me? Yeah, that's why in this church, if I'm your father, I'm your father. You must honor me. Even in my sins, even in my weaknesses, even in whatever way you, you think about me, you've got to honor me and you'll be blessed. Amen. Even when I offend you and you honor me, you'll be blessed. Amen. When, when Eli made a mistake in describing, uh, is it Hannah? Hannah? Wrongly. Because she thought it was, she was drunk. But she said, no, my Lord, I am not drunk. Out of the pains in my heart, have I poured my heart onto, and he ended up blessing her. And that's how come Samuel came. So there's a prophetic child, a prophetic blessing in the mouth of the man of God or the woman of God who probably might have misjudged you if you relate well. Now, when you are praying, you must make sure that you have confessed your sins. In, when we used to go to SU, the first thing when we meet at SU is confess our sins. Because unconfessed sins will cause your, your, your blessings to be blocked. And when you read Numbers chapter, Mark chapter 11, verse 23 to 26, in fact, the 25, it says, 23 says that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and shall not doubt in his heart, he shall have whatsoever he says. 25, 24 says that. What things wherever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Do you have desires? Okay, now 20, 25 will explain. He said, but when you stand praying, do what? Forgive if you have ought against any, that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Have you, have you seen it? Yes. So, if you have ought against any, forgive. But if you do not forgive, there's 26. 26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father which is in heaven also forgive your trespasses. Trespasses means your offenses, your debts. It means that you are owing. And if you are owing, if you are owing somebody, how will he bless you? So it's important to forgive. Amen? Number six, rebellion. Offended people develop a rebellious spirit and go against established order. When people, are, mm-hmm. when people are offended, they rebel against established order. So when they say, stand, they decide to sit. They will squeeze their faces. Number seven, recollection of events. 
It's a very important thing to show that you are offended. Number seven. Number six is rebellion. Number seven is recollection of events. Offended people seem to have a very good memory. But this memory is very selective because they always remember the wrong things committed against them. So offended people always recollect the bad things. The painful memories become a mental picture they permanently carry around. And it's a major blessing blocker. Hello? Yeah. So people can be in the church. Do you, should I say it again? I said that offended people always recollect, you know, or remember, they, they always recollect the bad things that ever happened. Hmm. So anytime you are remembering, you see the person, he did it to me, did it to you, you are offended. And offended people never remember the good things that was done for them in the church. Hello? Yeah, they never remember the good things that have been done for them. Be because somebody did something, they were not happy, they forget about every good thing. Every good thing. How they were visited. How they were prayed for. How they were fasted for. How they were ministered unto. Hello? Yeah. One day, one day, Somebody who got born again, the person got born again in my living room, a place me I paid the rent myself. Came into my room, I prayed, I preached salvation to the person. After preaching salvation to the person, I prayed Holy Ghost baptism for the person. The person's house, they were going to take the, their family house from them. They were living in a company house and they were not paying whatever. There was a problem. They had given them a notice to leave the house. When I got to know of it, I personally called the general manager of the company and said, this family, these are my church members, this person is my church. So please, I plead with you, do not, don't add them to the people you are ejecting and find ways of solving it. And so they did it. And after that, this gentleman now was able to do an extension in the house. Does he know that it was one? They didn't lose the house because of me. He had an extension because of her. Got born again because of me. Spoke in tongues because of me. When he was going for a job interview, called me with graduates. He wasn't your university graduate. With university graduates. I pray and say, May the favor of God come upon you. You got a job. When you went there, amongst the people was the one who was chosen. Amen. One day, he went and impregnated a girl. And wanted me to bless a wedding, my marriage. No, I am not angry. We are human. We can make mistakes. But when we make mistakes, we must do things the right way. Are you getting me? Yeah. Especially when we, because you see, Eli knew the sins of his children, but Eli didn't correct them. And if you become an Eli of a father or a mother, you break your neck and die prematurely. When you see people's mistakes and you, you massage it. So I said, no, brother, I love you. But even this thing, this core pregnancy that the girl says she's pregnant, 
Number one, are you even certain that you are the one? That you are in a hurry. You want to, you want to cover the thing, so you are in a hurry to go. And there are many times that people later have realized that their pregnancy was not theirs. So I said, I love you as a son. Don't go and take this pregnancy. Let the girl give it. So no, no, we have to do it. The girl tenancy is ending. And me too, my tenancy. So we want to go and do it. And I said, you can't. Then she told me later. He wasn't coming to church. I called him several times. As a father and a pastor. Advice, 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 advice. I remember I, he stayed in my house till after 12 midnight. We sat more than three hours. I was being beaten by mosquito outside my yard. He never had the courtesy to call back and say, foolish man, I won't come to your church again. Thank you for whatever. And that was the end of it. He used to be a protagonist, liking the church. I'm a good pastor. I've helped him. Whatever, the next moment, he was spreading bad things about me. Never stepped in the church again. Now was the one saying a lot of evil things. What was my evil? Because I was advising him that don't go. I will, this wedding, I cannot do it. And that let her do things the right way. If the girl, after the girl has given birth and everything is okay, we can bless the marriage. And do you know what she, he did? He passed behind me to go and talk to somebody who at that time had, had the marriage had been blessed and had some whatever issue. Went behind me to go and find out that when they were blessing your marriage, did daddy know about this? Yes. That's how evil people can be. And I knew nothing about any case. Your case is what I knew and I tried to help you. Up to today. Up to today. God will see me and I'm the most evil person in the world. Black out as to every good thing. Listen. When people do you good and you pay them with evil, evil will not depart from your house. It's in the Bible. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. I don't want to say other things that are happening to him now. Yes. I don't want to say it. I don't want to. You see, sometimes when we say some of those things, say, hey, are they threatening us? No, I'm only advising you as a father from the word of God. That there are things we do not do. And if I preach to you and God, God will do the God, I should be able to also advise you and say, do not pass here, do not pass here, do not pass here. Then why am I a pastor? I am not, listen to me. I am not a stomach direction pastor. I told God when I was coming to ministry, I went to university. I am not a daft person. Most of my friends, I was the other day, I was telling mommy that most of my friends, the University of Ghana vice chancellor, he sleeps here, he sleeps here. My mate. The UCC vice chancellor, that's my schoolmates. The boss in charge of snakes. My schoolmate used to be there. I used to teach him geography. Dr. John Oforitinkra, he went to MIT. Yes, professor. My mate. The new University of Education, Winneba. Their vice chancellor, Reverend Father Professor Afubroni. I went to school with him. Schoolmates. Most of them. I mean, most of these big guys around. Professor Atefa. I used to have debate with him. The professor Atefa, the debate. In the same, the same school. So, by the grace of God, I went to school. And the time that I went to university, the only three universities, and God gave me opportunity to attend one. So, it means I, I'm not a, a daft person. Yeah. 
So when you see us here and we are ministering to you and go, it doesn't. And I've had many opportunities to stay outside the country. Which some of you are looking for one visa to go that you have not got? Yeah. That's why I go and come. You're proud that you're not la 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 London, but you are here. America, 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 America. Ja, 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 ja. You all your talk. Ja, 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 Germany. But one of these days you go. Amen. You go and visit and come. Amen. Hallelujah. Am I teaching you something here? Yes. Yeah. So when we when we advise you, you must take it. Can I have an amen? amen? When we advise you, you must take it. And we are doing it out of a good heart. It's not because we want to hurt you, we want to do this thing. You know? And some of you have no idea how on the quiet we'll do anything to help you. Anything. Anything. One of the ladies who did some very horrible things in this church, she had lost her job. I met one of the managing directors of the top banks in Ghana. And I told the person, I said, this my person is looking for a job. I spoke to the person. I said, please, help this person get a job. And the person got the job with all the fringe benefits, whatever, and all those things. Where is the person? That's why some pastors don't even want to help anybody again. You come and tell your mother, I say, what? Mm? Okay, I've heard. Good. I'm speaking as a father. Am I sharing something with you? Yes. Yes. So, so do not recollect only evil. See, this young man I was talking about all he recollects is evil things. Eh? One of the later one of them, he went back and said, Oh. I tell people that you are a good man. You are not one of those pastors with chips on their shoulders. Who are I said, it's today that you have realized that. Praise the Lord. When you are in a good place, you have no idea. Hello? Let me tell you, God has blessed you to be in a good church. Do we sell water to you? Do you have some room that say come for consultancy and when you come you pay 500 CDs? No. no. Do, do I sell eggs to you? No. Water? No. no. I don't sell water, I don't sell eggs, I don't sell whatever. Yeah. Uh, or toilet roll. No, no, no toilet roll, no water, nothing. Eh? All we give you is the word of God. Open to. Open to. Open to. Open to. Open to. Open to this scripture. Open to that scripture. Open to this scripture. Open to that scripture. So that you will become a strong and a mature Christian. That at the time when the devil comes around you and, that, and, and your pastor is not there, no preacher is there, you will say, it is written. 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 Amen. Amen. Are you learning something? Yeah. So when you can't judge, don't expect that. And I suffer another one. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. 
I want to I'm teach teaching you, you so that you too you see things. That you will see things in the spirit. Amen. Our daddy is somebody yeah. who sees very well, but he wouldn't tell us. And, and there are things that I will see that if God hasn't told me to tell you, I don't need to tell you. So, because it will scare you. And may not build your faith. You think God called me for nothing? There's something that deposited in me, deposited in me and that's why I'm a pastor. Amen. Amen. So we have seen the signs which show that we are hurt. Is that right? Okay. Now let's quickly look at one or two things about uh, how to deal with offenses. Number one. Number one, forgive quickly. Tell somebody forgive quickly. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32. All bitterness, anger, and wrath, clamor, and slander, that is evil speaking, must be removed from you, along with all malice. Let all what? Bitterness, wrath, and anger. The word clamor means shouting and evil speaking. Evil speaking must be put away from us with all what? Malice. Amen? With all bad intentions. And, and be kind one to another. Tell someone to be kind one to another. Tender hearted. Forgiving one another. Even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven us. So the reason why we forgive lucky is because we have been forgiven. So if you have been forgiven, then you must also reciprocate in forgiving. And we shouldn't be talking bad things about ourselves. When I'm describing you, I'm describing you. The nice, that nice gentleman in the choir, he dresses nicely, he has a nice beard, you know, kind of the, I must say nice things. It doesn't mean that he, everything is 100% with him. But he has nice things. So let us only look out for the good things in ourselves and among ourselves and say it. Amen. 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 Can't you see good things about this church? Your pastor has put... Do, do you know the cost of this carpet? You have no idea. Even your small, your, your small living room, when you are putting carpet there, you must know. Check the size of this place. Painted the place. Put carpet in front as you are coming. Bathroom, whatever. Trying to make the church nice. At least you must be able to. When they say testimony time, it's not only God has given you money. Good things you are even learning from the church. Amen. Should be a testimony. Amen. How you are learning how to dress. Amen. Amen. Me, one of my testimonies is that when I came into the church, Brother Abakame taught me how to put on tie. So if you see me wear a nice tie, Brother Abakame is a testimony. Amen. Amen. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness means to release, write it, to release, to dismiss, to cancel debts or punishments due to sinful conduct. I'll say it. William, you didn't write it. Write. You're a schoolboy. Forgiveness means to release. Someone say release. Uh-huh. So, whatever you are holding against the person, release it. It means to dismiss. It means to cancel. Cancel debt or punishments due to sinful conduct. Is that right? So, it means that the punishment that should have been given to somebody, it is canceled. When we say forgive, it means that somebody that is owing you 10 cities, he say, 
you take it. Don't pay. Number two, it is the ability of releasing people and even hurts and bitterness from your heart to release hurts and bitterness from your heart. And thirdly, it is a feeling of no longer being angry with someone. The feeling of no, being no longer angry with someone. When you don't forgive, the power of God will not flow in your life. There's a story of this great man of God who was at the ALM conducting miracle service and every day morning evening people were rising up cripples were rising blind were seeing it. people were being healed so for penia but there was a woman sitting in front there in her wheelchair oh baby not in a service after service something was not changing i'm sorry BM. nothing was changing and the man of God preached about forgiveness whilst he was ministry. And when she went home, she resolved that she was going to forgive. So she forgave the person. And then when she came and sat in the meeting, her countenance had become very bright. In that service, that woman got up and started working. Why did she walk? The, power, the same power of God was available all the days, but her unforgiveness, her anger has stopped her from rising. But the moment she released it, so she released it, she forgave the debt. She herself also was. She was released. May you be released. Amen. I said, may you be released. Every condition that you are in, may the Lord free you from that. Amen. As you forgive in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you of a certain man of God who had been maligned by a younger person. Said many horrible things about him. And along the line, he developed a disease called multiple sclerosis. He was paralyzed. He was lying now. He couldn't talk. And then God told him, forgive. He said, in his state, said, I can't forgive. God, I can't, Lord, I can't forgive. And God said, you, but you must forgive him. I forgive him. Just forgive him. Let it go. Then he said, okay, I'll forgive. The moment he decided to forgive, he was healed of the multiple sclerosis. Yeah. 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 Your marriage will be healed as you forgive. Your relationship will be healed as you forgive. Some of you, a man is coming to marry you. Listen, the reason why a man hasn't come because you have something against your father or your mother or somebody. And because of that, God is stopping that miracle from happening. The moment you let go, you will see somebody come and say, Oh, I've been thinking about you all the time. I've been dreaming about you all the time. I want to marry you. He said, when? He said, now. Let's go to your people. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. And let me say this. Those of you who talk also against the things of God, stop saying it. It is blocking your blessings. Are, are you here with me? You see, you never relate it to that thing. When you talk against holy things, holy blessings will not come to you. Number two, maybe we may end with that today. Confront your, confront, learn to confront issues biblically. Tell somebody, confront issues biblically. What does it mean? It means that if your brother, Matthew 18, 15 to 18, Matthew 18, 15 to 18. Are you here with me? Okay. He says, if your brother, do it in New King James or some other, trespasses or sins against you, go and tell him and go and tell him his fault between you and him, what? Alone. Alone. That means that let there be private conversation. So we say private conversation. Private conversation. Don't go and tell somebody else. I'm what you said. Do you hear me? Don't go and tell anybody. The one who offended you, I'm talking about how to solve problems scripturally. Call the person involved. So if I offend you, don't go and tell anybody. Come to me. Jonathan de Cuba. You. You. The other day you did this and this and this and that. Is that so? And the Bible says that if he listens to you, you have warned him. It means that the person also who is being told his fault must give a listening ear and shouldn't snob. But he said if he will not listen, take one or two with you, so that by the testimony of two or three witnesses, every fact will be established. That, that means that give weight to offense. That's why when you go to a law court, they ask for witnesses. Then it finally says that if he pays no attention to them, tell the church. That means that when you say tell the church, it doesn't mean go around and tell them, hey, Dikinaka, have you heard this person? Pastor Johnny, the way the person treated me, Dickens Sammy, it wasn't good at all. Umpon, Charlie, the way the person did it. They get, hey, quarrels, have you heard? Hey, palace praise. The last time, hey, the way they treated, no, no, that's not what. When he said, tell the church, he's talking about go to the leadership of the church and tell them so that the leadership will call them. Am I showing you scripture things? Yes. Yeah. And if he doesn't pay attention even to the church, then let him be like an unbeliever and a tax collector to you. Amen. Amen. I, 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 have you understood the thing? Yes. So first there must be what? Forgiveness. Let it go. And then the second thing is that what? Go through the process. Someone say the process. The process. Yeah, you must go through a proper process whereby you go to the person privately. Why do you go to the person privately? Because you see, maybe the, what you think, if you go and tell it publicly, you realize that it was not so. And you draw more people into the problem. So it's better you talk to the person what privately. 
Amen. That this thing that you did, that, 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 if he doesn't agree, then that's it. Now, there is something that I just want to do, uh, uh, still let you know, regarding uh, when the signs of offense. When a person is no longer, you see, offense is shown in the heart. Someone say, in the heart. When a person is offended, his heart, it, uh, there's a problem with the heart. The person's heart will no more be for you. So what are the signs that the person, some of the signs? Number one, they can't look straight in your eyes when a person is offended with you. Write it. I'm showing you things. Yeah. Are you married? Are you married? You are engaged. Uh-huh. I'm showing you something to know when your husband is angry with you or hurt. Eh? Especially he may not, or a friend is hurt. And the person who used to look into your eyes is no more looking into your eyes. It shows the person is hurt. Hello? As a pastor, I was trained to look into people's eyes. Part of my training, to look intently. So I, when I'm preaching and I see people who used to laugh and look in my eyes and go, and then they are turning, turning their face, then I know. And sometimes when people are about to leave church, I know it. Because when you are preaching, now they, they can't look at When you are looking, they, they turn their eyes. Then they look down. Then they look down. When people are hurt, they can't look into your eyes. And a lot of times, unfortunately, when you ask them, oh, is everything okay? Is there anything? They will lie. And rather they go and tell somebody else. If you have a problem with me, why don't you tell me? If you've got a problem with the sister, why don't you tell him? If you've got a problem with the brother, tell him. Look in the face of the brother. I think that you did this to me. I didn't like it. This is the way I felt. You see, when you are telling your problem, let them describe how you feel about it. Don't even accuse them, but let them know that this thing that you did, it made me feel this way. Take ownership for your feelings. Amen. Amen. Take what? Ownership for what? For your feelings. So tell the person, this is a way. So when a person cannot look into your eyes, it shows the person. That's why most of us, when we go for interviews, we fail. Especially interviews with white people. Because when you are not looking to the face of a white man, a white man, it means that you have something to hide. You are lying. You are lying. Yeah. Why can't you look at my face? And a white man, a white person will look into your face. You see, when a white person likes you, he likes you. If he doesn't like you, too, no, no. You say, I don't like you. No, no, no. So, yeah, I said it straight away. Ghana, black. <laughs> He's holding his hand. No, don't do that. That's what, don't do that. Don't do that. Number two, when a person's heart is no longer with you, they become very cold and begin to withdraw. So when they are cold, sometimes you can see that they are no more warm towards you. And yeah. Green, have you ever felt that before? Yeah, the person is so cold. Number three, when a person's heart is no longer with you, when they are hurt, 
they, they find it difficult to greet you or smile at you when they come around. So yeah, when people don't, don't greet you or they don't smile at you, eh? yeah, they used to smile. You know, like you guys are friends. And then when she sees it, she can't greet you again. She can't smile at you again. That's a problem. Grab her. Grab her nose and say, what is wrong with you? Until me answer and trail. No, you'll be so watching him. What? Sir. Yeah. Number four. They are absent from meetings without credible reasons. Hello? And then when you ask them, why were you not in the meeting? Nothing. I that answer should never be given in this church again. There's a reason why you didn't come. So when we ask you, why didn't you come? You say, don't say, maybe you didn't have money. Maybe you overslept. There's nothing wrong about being over, oversleeping. Is that right? Because and you are tired and you slept so that we will show you how not to oversleep. Amen. Or how we can get somebody to call you or something. You know, but when you say nothing, it is not a, 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 a good enough answer. Amen? Okay. Number five. When a person's heart is no longer with you, their excitement about you dies. If they are if their heart is not in the church, their excitement about the church dies. Their excitement about the relationship dies. And when there are any financial contributions or any contribution to make towards you, they don't want to do it. People that are hurt in the church, they don't pay tithes. They don't show up for evangelism. They don't help in any way because Bible says in Matthew 6 21, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be. Number seven, they start memorizing and criticizing. They act like they love you, but they don't love you. They will say good things in front of you, but bad things behind you. One day I attended a church service and one of the elders got up. Pastor, we love you. Tell us something. No, no, there was the one holding the dagger. The next moment, the horrible. In fact, when they said, Pastor, we love you, I said, Oh Lord, give me church members like this. Yeah, that I just attended our church. I said, Lord, give me people. He said, Pastor, we love and he, he was a tall big guy, so he was shaking himself. Pastor, we love you. Tell us something. After introducing the pastor, he went out. No, no, he had a group of people. Not that service has closed. Though. After that, he had a group of people out there. They have been meeting, bad meeting about the pastor. The church is not NDC MPP. You should never be against your pastor. If you think there's something that needs to be done, go in a nice way and share an idea that you are think, uh, looking at this, I think this and this. Uh, what do you think? Pray about it and let's see, you know, are you getting me? Yeah. And if he, he doesn't take it to, it shouldn't become a rock of offense. Maybe he's praying about it. 
so that you know when to implement it. So for the kasache no ante, ante for naso naso ade, naso ade pa. But you, does somebody know your job better than you? Who comes to instruct you at your workplace? Eh? Ben, do I come and instruct you at your workplace? When I don't come and instruct you. Of course. So why do you chop posts at your workplace and check to, you want to chop posts over the pastor? <laughs> what a shock. What a shock. It doesn't mean that we, we don't take a lot of good things we do in the church. Many of you give, as you are talking, we are listening to it. Are you getting me? And we take good counsel out of that. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. look at this and then we are done. When a person's heart is no longer with you, they try to avoid being around you. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. And when a pastor, they, they don't try to be around you again. They avoid you. They try to avoid you. They try to avoid you. And then, when they are hurt in the church, the pastor's message does not bless them anymore. The excitement dies. They refuse even to laugh when good and hilarious jokes are said. So when, when a joke is shared, they say, why are they laughing? Everybody's smiling. <laughs> they say, when you watch people that everybody is laughing and they are not laughing, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, suspects. If they used to sit in front row and eventually they move back and finally you see them moving out of the church. They stop consulting with you like they used to do formerly. Important things to them, they don't discuss with you again. And they absent themselves from very important church meetings without excuse. So, ladies and gentlemen, you see that being hurt is a very serious thing. When you see that somebody is hurt about you, try as much as possible to solve it. Have you heard of couples that have killed one another in the night before? Yeah. Yeah. Jacob, if your wife is angry with you, she can kill you. In the night, she'll put pillow on you, and if she's a heavy one, she'll sit on you. She's she. Oh, it happened for real in, in, in America. There was a black lady, and she felt that the husband had gone to had gone to uh, 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 you know cheat, and then she she lured the guy. Oh, hello! I want to make love with you and things. And as we were hugging, it's like she was in a mood. And then she turned the man over and the man thought it was a romantic move. And then she was, she was a very heavy woman. Then she sat on the chest of the guy. No, I'm telling you, this one somebody's own testimony. She sat on the chest of the guy and then held the, the, she held the guy's throat and said, why did you go? And she said, the, the, was gasping for breath. She had to be screaming, trying to, oh, oh. so it was a roommate, I, I mean, a, a flatmate. Who had it? And then had to come to his rescue. The guy was a Ghana man. They would have killed him. Yeah. So be careful. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, so when you have hurt your wife, please solve it quickly. Before she sits on your chest. <laughs> what a, please, 
I'm not saying ladies go and sit on your husband's chest. So. <laughs> when you are angry, when they are angry with them, Pastor has taught me something. <laughs> yes, yes. He thought you were challenging a romantic star. Sister, no, you be that. Where they just say, hey! No, no, it was his death while he was about to be killed. Yeah. They, they, they held him like that. They sat on him and they held his neck. So, ooh, ooh. Somebody said, Mercy. Have mercy. And, and Jacob, number two. They can be cooking your food with nails. Yes. Yes. If somebody is angry with you, the person wishes you dead. That's why women can throw acid on other women. That's why men can take cutlasses because they are angry. So anytime there's hurt, Make sure that you solve the head so that you do not do the wrong things. Can I have an amen? So in this church, see, we are teaching this thing not just for knowledge's sake, but for understanding and for wisdom. So that when something happens, just take the right steps and do the right things for your own sake and the sake of others. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of where, but I'm out of time. Amen.